Are you having a hard time letting go? Have you ever suffered a disappointment so big that it caused your heart to break? Do you find yourself clinging on to hope that things will change? Well, then this episode is for you. We all suffer disappointments in life. It's the universe's way of reminding us that we're human. Sometimes the scale of disappointment can vary. It can be losing a job, an argument with a friend, but there's no greater pain than grieving and heartbreak. When you're grieving, you feel actual physical pain in the pit of your stomach and your heart can become weak. I've been heartbroken twice in my life and both times were equally excruciating in their own way. I remember my first heartbreak came after a whirlwind romance that only lasted about three months, but it took me 18 months to finally get let go and close the chapter on this part of my life. The guy that I fell for was not for me, but I couldn't deny there was a strong connection and still to this day, the dynamic hasn't changed. I was young and I couldn't understand how someone that I cared for so deeply that I believed cared for me could walk away from a relationship with so much potential. Why did it take me so long to let him go and fully heal? I remember there came a point where his behavior was so bad that I just had to protect myself. It was him or me. I was training for the Olympic games at the time and it was seriously impacting my ability to function. In the end, we called it a day, but it was not without a great deal of pain from my side. I remember my mother telling me that I was only heartbroken because I couldn't have him and it was my ego that was bruised. I acknowledged that there could be a certain amount of truth to this statement, but it didn't explain the deep care, concern and unconditional love that I developed for him in his absence. I could see all of his flaws and shortcomings, but I loved him nonetheless. Even though it hurt to see him move on with somebody else, I still cared. Even when they eventually got engaged, I felt sick to my stomach. That wasn't ego, it was an attachment, and it was pure. When we get attached to certain things or people in life, it can be devastating when we have to let them go. We often grieve their absence, and there's a void, an emptiness, and a loneliness where the attachment used to live. Letting go is not a quick process. In its, simple, in its simplest form, it's grieving, and naturally, everybody will heal at their own pace. The more you try to rush the process, the more you'll find yourself bouncing in between stages, and ultimately, you'll either prolong your pain or you simply won't heal at all. I remember being in shock, where I would cry myself to sleep, reread old messages and listen to Adele on the radio. It was not good. After a couple of weeks of crying, I was exhausted. I recall needing the time to get sick of myself and my self-wallowing before I physically began to remove all traces of him from my life. The last thing I needed was a reminder of him. He was already at the forefront of my mind. After a couple of weeks of sitting with my pain, I packed up everything, every, anything that reminded me of him and I put it right at the back of a cupboard. I didn't have the heart at the time to throw these things out as I knew one day I'd be able to hold these items again without feeling hurt. And I also didn't know whether he'd come back around again. I was in denial and still hoping for his return. After removing all of these things, I remember feeling frustrated because while the physical traces of him were gone, the emotional traces were still there. 
I wanted to talk to him, ask him questions, see his face. I realised that I needed to endure a period of separation and no contact. I had a wall calendar and I gave myself 60 days of no contact. Every day I'd wake up and I'd put a cross through the day if I'd successfully accomplished my goal of not speaking to him. And as the day started to mount up, I started to feel really proud of myself. And as three weeks passed, I got into a place where I simply didn't need to check the boxes anymore. I no longer had the urge to contact him. And although he was still on my mind, I realized that I was still holding space for him. I would still wake up every day with him on my mind until one day I realized that whilst I couldn't necessarily control my thoughts, I could control my habits. I had to figure out a way of not reinforcing him from the moment I woke up. So instead of giving myself time to think about him in the mornings, I'd get straight out of bed and I'd go to the shower immediately to start my day. After a few months had passed, I started to accept that he wasn't coming back. I realized that I had to move on. I can remember my friends trying to encourage me to date other people, but I didn't want to. That wasn't how I was feeling. I wanted to date him, and if I couldn't date him, then I was, wasn't going to settle for anything less than what he represented to me. So I started to date myself. I took myself out for dinner, to the cinema, shopping, to get my nails done. I started to take care of myself. It didn't require the presence of anybody else, and I was lonely a lot of the time, but it felt right. It felt like I was healing and I have this confidence that I eventually would feel whole again. Eight months passed since we split up, and I remember going to South Korea to compete at the World Championships. I was in the shape of my life. I was light, I was powerful, and I was strong physically, mentally, and emotionally. It was an amazing weekend of competition, and I did really well. As I completed my final event, the 800 meters, and packed up my things, I checked my phone to read the messages. Well done, kid. It was him. My stomach dropped. I felt sick and excited all at the same time. All of a sudden, I was catapulted back into a time and a place of hope and a place of confusion. What did this mean? Is he still in love with me? Does he still think about me? What about his new girlfriend? What does he want? Rather than ask any of these questions, I replied, thank you. I wasn't expecting a response, so when my phone buzzed again, I was shooketh. Very proud of you, he said. My heart felt warm and fuzzy. There were a number of messages over the following 12 months, and I remember the last one coming the night of the opening ceremony for the Olympic Games, one of the biggest nights of my life. Hello, Lou. 18 months after we split up, and my stomach was still dropping, I showed the message to my soft tissue therapist and track mum, Paula. She said, Lou, don't text back. This message is about him, it's not about you. She was right, and I didn't reply. If he wanted to have a conversation with me, he could have picked one day, any day in the last 18 months, not my Olympic opening ceremony, not the night that I'd worked for for all of my life. In that very moment, I let him go. What I learned about letting go is that there are many stages to process. Shock, denial, anger, bitterness, bargaining, depression, loneliness, all before you finally get to acceptance. And you'll know when you finally get there because your spirit is finally in alignment. You can look back without anger, without bitterness, 
or resentment. And you know that you're just in a better place. Not because there's a better job or somebody new, but because you feel at peace. Letting go is not only a process of releasing what you don't want. It's a process of clearing mental, physical and emotional space for what you do want. And holding that space open even when you're lonely, angry, depressed, bitter and resentful. So Slay Squad, here's this week's homework. I want to know, what are you having a hard time letting go of? How do you feel about the idea of letting go? What stage of the healing process are you currently in? And what do you think the next step in your journey is of healing? Thank you for joining me this week. Uh, for the art of slay we'll be back next week and if you want to come and join me and my good friend melanda jean claude for a discussion on modern love then tickets are available and the link is in my bio on instagram it's taking place on the 25th of april at 7 p.m at the slay gym in hollywood we look forward to seeing you there